Hello and welcome back to the Rise and Align podcast where we talk about all things high vibrational. We are your hosts. My name is Haley. And I'm Demi, and today we're talking about living delusionally. So living delusionally gets a bad rap, I think, but it actually is completely logically based, and today we're going to talk about how. So let's get into it. We act out of our emotions, and our subconscious mind is what controls all of the movements of our body. It controls our actions and all of our habitual behavior. So when you pick something up off of the table, say there's a pen on the table, you don't think about every little nerve and muscle and joint and bone it takes to pick that up. Your subconscious mind does that for you. When you live delusionally, the reason it is effective is because your subconscious, that is your emotional mind and also the mind that controls your bodily movements, doesn't know the difference between imagination and reality. So if you impress concepts and images and, you know, a a dream reality, a delusional reality (laughs) onto your subconscious mind, it does not know that that isn't the reality. The effect that that has is it causes the emotion that would be occurring if you were actually living the reality that you are imagining yourself to be living. And because we act out of those emotions, we then act as if the imagined reality is real and our actions are what create the consequences or the result that we experience to be our reality. So delusional living, it sounds a little crazy, it sounds a little out there, but it is actually completely logic-based. It's just that you have a thought, it causes an emotion, and you act out of your emotions and that's what creates your results. Mm -hmm. You always say... We truly desire the feeling that Mm -hmm. something brings us and not actually having something. So the the magic sauce is feeling Mm -hmm. before becoming. And I think that's so important and so many spiritual teachers and doctors, doctors that explore quantum physics, they talk about this and they highlight the importance of feeling again before calling that in and that's the same with like the law of attraction you have to be a vibrational match to whatever it is that that you desire so it's evident and talked about heavily in this community but living delusionally is a new term I think for this yeah something that people have talked about forever it's just become trendy to say living delusionally or living delulu or whatever they say yeah, now, you yeah, know. Yeah. But there is a lot of science behind it. And I think that the importance of acting like the person that you want to become actually allows you to become that person. And Dr. Joe Dispenza calls that a walking meditation. You know, first he recommends exploring meditation where you can access the infinite now. Uh, which is actually a, p- a place where there's infinite potential. And when you are in a meditative state, you're able to access higher frequencies, higher feelings, higher emotions. You can access this ever-present now and create a new future from there. Once you're comfortable in your meditations, you're able to turn it into a walking meditation where you then walk in your everyday life as if you are this person that has 
X, Y, and Z. You are your higher self. When you walk around as your higher self, you become your higher self. You already are your higher self. It sounds silly, but it, it in a way, it's so simple. Mm-hmm. If you can kind of get past the noise, it, it is so simple. You have to feel like you already are that person. It's easier, I think, to feel like you have something than to actually have something. Mm -hmm. Because all you have to do is access it from within. But I think, you know, we have a lot of programming and uh, disconnection from our emotions and our internal world. But all you have to do is feel like you have that said thing and it will be drawn upon you. You don't have to go and chase and run after something. You attract it. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that that is the problem with people living too realistically and the people who really don't understand when people talk about living delusionally, what they truly mean. And that is because most people are programmed with subconscious beliefs that they're not good enough, that they can't do it, that they can't be it, that they are not worthy of it. And they're always acting out of that. And they say, well, that's the reality. Well, as long as you don't believe that you have the confidence or the intelligence or the capability of reaching the heights or the goals that you want to, then you sure as hell aren't going to Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you're not going to try. You don't believe if you don't believe it's possible, you're not going to try to get there. Mm -hmm. But if you believe and you know it's possible and you tell yourself, you know what, it's already mine. Mm -hmm. I already have it. How much more likely are you going to be to go for that? And they say, you know, shoot for the moon, land amongst the stars. It's not going to hurt you to believe that you can. Mm -hmm. It will only get you further than if you are to hold yourself back with your, your limiting beliefs and say, you know, like, I can't do this. I can't be this. It's too hard. It's too far. So I might as well not try. Well, if you believe that you're never going to get there. Mm -hmm. And then you are creating that same reality. It works both ways. It can be used, you know, good or bad. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that if you put effort towards believing in the person that you want to become, even if you don't believe it wholeheartedly yet, you will because you're Mm -hmm. retraining your mind to think differently, to act differently, and to show up for yourself differently. And over time, that will become more natural. Mm -hmm. That will become your programming. And there was trends going on TikTok, like act like you're living delusionally for one day or something. Mm-hmm. Like it is a practice, like we say with everything else, you have to show up for yourself day in and day out. It's not going to necessarily happen overnight because the thing is you have to genuinely believe you have something. You have to truly feel those emotions, feel as if you have these things before they can be drawn upon you. And I kind of like that you brought up the fact that it can be kind of used either way. The feelings or the emotions that come up regarding, you know, maybe poor self-esteem, I'm not good enough, or you don't feel qualified for a job, X, Y, and Z. Those things aren't true either. You are living delusionally in a different direction. Mm -hmm. You are training yourself to believe these things. They're not true. Mm -hmm. You are good enough. You are talented. You have the qualifications, but you are tricking your brain into thinking that you're not. And (laughs) that is a different way of living delusionally. Yeah. What if you already are living delusionally, but your delusions are just negatively impacting you? Mm -hmm. That is, oh, that's such a good point. That's 100% true. I could also add, you know, the concept of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. If you believe 
you're not good enough, you're not going to be good enough. If you believe that you are good enough, you are good enough, just as in simple terms. But you do create your reality and you will create your prophecy depending on what you believe. Yes, 100%. Um, Such a good point. The other thing that you had mentioned was it's a practice. And so you may not believe these things at first. And if you don't truly feel and believe them, then they will not become because our emotions are energy in motion. Like I've said a thousand times, (laughs) they're what we act out of. But they're also habitual. Like our beliefs are habitual and they've been programmed into us. The only way to reprogram the subconscious mind, there's two ways. One is by repetition of an idea. If you're told you're not good enough over and over and over, especially during your formative years before you're eight years old, you're going to hold on to that your whole life unless you make this effort, this conscious effort to change it. And you have to catch yourself in every moment that you believe that and say, nope, that's not true. And then you have to affirm the reality that you want. And, you know, I am good enough. I was born worthy. And the reason that it's so hard to change is because of the repetition that you experienced during your childhood. But it is not impossible to change. With repetition of the right idea, you can reprogram the subconscious mind. The other way, the only other way, is a massive emotional impact. So like if somebody dies in your life, that's going to have a huge emotional impact. And anything like huge like that can change your subconscious programming. But that's it. Those are the only two ways. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you start trying to change things, it can be really frustrating, especially on a conscious level. Like say that you want to quit smoking, like that's a habit. And so it's controlled by your subconscious mind. And it's actually more of a physical thing than it is a mental thing. Like people, they do believe that, you know, smoking makes them feel better because it changes their physical reality, like how they feel in their body. Right. But it's also like a physical habit. They like to hold it and do something with their hands. And it's a very habitual behavior. So if you're trying to quit smoking and you're focused on the fact that you're smoking, you get really frustrated with yourself. It's really hard to change that habit. So what they say to do when you're wanting to change a habit is to, instead of focusing on what is wrong, focus on what benefit you would have if you were already not smoking. What benefit will you get from stopping this habit? It's the same kind of concept as, well, if I want to be super wealthy or something, I'm not going to focus on the lack. I'm going to tell myself I already have it, that there's infinite abundance here. I'm going to focus on the abundance that I already have. Mm -hmm. So with quitting a habitual behavior like that, you want to focus on, well, my lungs are so clear and I feel so healthy and I have so much energy and I'm going to live longer and I have more free time and I have more money and like you focus on all of these positive benefits it's much easier to quit the habit Mm -hmm. so that's why it is so effective too when you're trying to change just your everyday life or what goal you want to reach or whatever it may be to say I already have it Mm -hmm. and to focus on those benefits of already having it Mm -hmm. rather than focusing on the lack of like why it's not true and why I don't have it. Mm -hmm. And turning that into a journaling technique, you can get out your journal. You can think about what it is that you are wanting to change or call in. And you can say, I am so happy now that. Write all of those reasons why it feels so good and blissful and amazing to feel healthy or wealthy and all all the reasons why. And make that a habit. 
because I think that is a great place to start in one, identifying what you want to change and two, focusing on the positive perspective of that and reframing your thoughts and opinions and emotions about said thing. You know, I think journaling can be really powerful and it can help you to connect to these higher emotions and frequencies and absolutely it is a great way to bring those emotions into the physical reality as well to Mm -hmm. see it on paper you know and it helps to imagine yeah Mm -hmm. I would say for me another I guess practice or technique that has really worked for me is and this has gotten a lot of you know attention recently too is like being the main character Mm -hmm. I like to think of it as you are writing your story and you're the main character and what do you want to happen to you and allow yourself to like truly dream and think about this as if this is a fairy tale or a fantasy book or whatever like allow yourself to really dive in and think about what you want and what what you want your story to be about what you want your movie to be about because you are the main character in the movie and what steps would you take if you were the main character what would happen to you if you were the main character and allow yourself to allow those things to unfold for you because that to me has been so helpful and an example of this is you know we have a similar dream in that we want to live in Scotland in a castle one day, you know? And I had been working in a boutique and I would go about my day to day as we do, you know, but I wasn't in Scotland. I wasn't, you know, living in a castle, but I pretended that the shop that I worked in was across from Edinburgh Castle. And every time I looked out the window, I'd be like, wow, look at the castle. (laughs) So cute, you know, whatever. And I just imagined myself going into work, walking down like a cobblestone street. And like, you genuinely can think these things in your head. Maybe it's not actually happening out here, but that doesn't matter. So focusing on how you want to write your story as you're going about your day. Because even if this doesn't manifest, think about how good you're going to feel Mm -hmm. thinking about the things that make you feel happy. I can't even explain to you how blissful and happy and joyous and excited I was walking around pretending I was in Scotland all day. Like certainly didn't hurt. Nothing. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't hurt. And if anything, you're feeling better. Mm -hmm. You feel good. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just one step towards becoming your higher self, the version of you that has that. Abraham Hicks always talks about too, like, don't do it for the material possession that you want or the result that you want, do it for the feeling. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important, like we always talk about, what you really want isn't an item, it isn't an object, it isn't a certain amount of money or a job or a marriage or whatever. It's the feeling that you think you're going to get from that. So if you already feel that, not only are you now a vibrational match to that and acting out of that and more likely to create that in your reality, you're already there. You're already successful. You already have what it is that you want. All you really want is that feeling. So why not allow yourself to feel that? You know, why not go there? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think that, again, the more that you allow yourself to live delusionally, the, the deeper you allow yourself to explore that, the more potential that you will be able to connect 
to that version of you as well. Because the bigger your dreams are, the bigger that your goals are, the more potential that there is to make progress towards that. Mm -hmm. If you set your standards low or your dreams low, you aren't reaching for the stars. And say, you know, you only get halfway, well, you're not even into the sky. But if you set your sights out for Pluto, but you make it to the moon, that's still farther than not even making it Mm -hmm. into the sky. I think with the concept, too, of being the main character, it is so important. You are the main character in your life. You're not experiencing or perceiving the reality through anybody else. And I think that we are taught so much to care about what other people think, Mm -hmm. to, you know, believe in external validation. And when we're doing those things, when we're putting all of our energy and focus on somebody else, whether that be our boyfriend or our boss or our significant other, whatever, whoever, our friends, we're taking that power away from ourselves to attract those things that we want. And also, when we feel that we are not the main character, we are more likely to take advice from those around us. And I think it's so important to consider the source when you're asking for advice from somebody, when you're listening to someone else's opinion. We take on those opinions of the people around us quite easily without consciously realizing that we are. And most people don't have amazing subconscious beliefs. So if you're talking to somebody about wanting to be rich and they are lacking, they're in a really lack mentality, they're going to give you really bad advice. They're not going to say, you can make it, you can do it. They're going to say, that's unrealistic. You'll never be able to do that because they don't believe that they can either. Mm -hmm. And I think that in understanding that you are the main character of your life and of your movie and whatever you want to be your reality, you allow yourself to reach for the stars. You realize that like I am perfectly capable and worthy and good enough of going after my dreams. Why wouldn't I? But we're so taught as young beings that other people's opinions are more important than ours and that Mm -hmm. we're not the main character, that we're not important, that Mm -hmm. we're not the star. And then we go off believing that. I mean, you think about even like actual movie stars, right? So many people will say there's no way that you will ever be famous. There's no way that you can make it as an actor. Like it's so hard. There's so many starving artists and like you will not get famous. But, well, of course, if you listen to that, Mm -hmm. it can't happen. You're not going to try. You're not going to believe in yourself. You won't have confidence. Mm -hmm. You might go and you might be like taking the action steps, right? And you might go in for a rehearsal. You might go in for a rehearsal, a tryout. I don't know. You might go try it out, right? But you're not going to act as if you are that character if you don't believe that, if you're not confident enough to step into that. If you think like, I'm just trying this for nothing and it's so unlikely that I'm going to get it, you're going to act out of that like, "Mm, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, you know what? I'm the star. Mm-hmm. I'm the main character. You're going to come in with that energy. And I think acting is fascinating because they do have to take on the personality and emotions and sometimes even accent and mm-hmm. outfit wardrobe of this character, mm-hmm. which is something that we can do and we can adopt in our own lives. And sometimes it has been shown that depending if it's a really emotionally intense character mm-hmm. these people then take on the, the traits of that character in their own life they kind of do become this person yeah. uh, without even meaning to but I love the idea of reaching for the stars and not only will you you know 
be in the sky. You will become the star. You will be the beam of light that can show others the way because you have this person that doesn't believe they're abundant or doesn't believe that they can make it or whatever. And if they're inspired by you and they watch you in your main character energy, achieve your goals, achieve your dreams and pave the way for things that they didn't think were possible, you then ignite that spark in them so that maybe, maybe they will become the main character of their own story and join you in the sky and become a star themselves. You know, we need people who are willing to step into their own power, the the main character energy, and take control of their destiny. Because that is going to be part of the way that we're going to heal the world. Because I think that it's so important for everyone to to experience life in this way and to realize how important they are. And you have talked a lot about not being able to prove that other points of consciousness actually exist. So what if you are the only point of consciousness, but you're letting false perceptions perceptions control your life like you are a god you're a creator you are a co-creator with the universe and why not do something outside of the box why not shoot for the stars why not go for it what do you have to lose literally what do you have to lose Mm -hmm. i love that you said like you are a god you are a creator so most religions believe that we are the children of god we're the sons of god and we are here to do god's work well what's god's work god's the creator we are here to create we're the sons of god the stars Mm -hmm. we are the stars amongst the sky Mm -hmm. and we are here to create So, I mean, whether or not you do believe that, I think it is quite obvious that we are meant to be creating the reality that we want to experience, you Mm -hmm. know, and to allow that to unfold. I think it's, I think that God creates from a place of empowerment rather than a controlling powering. A lot of times people get really offended when you say like you are a God or you are a creator, you're a godly creator they get offended because you cannot compare yourself to God, but you are created from God. You are a child of God. You are an extension, an extension of source energy of all that is. And I think that it's wrong to deny that power. And not only that, but it doesn't come from a place of control, of manipulation, of struggle of negativity or forcefulness it comes from a place of embodiment a place of true connection to all that is and from a place of attraction it isn't I'm going to force these things to happen I'm going to take it it's I'm going to align to feeling that way and I'm going to act out of that and Most of the time, like those things that we want, we believe that they're going to create joy within us, that they're going to create love within us. And when we embody joy and love and act out of joy and love, we attract that energy back into our lives. Like it constantly happens for me. And I've had a lot of people be like, you know what, you are 
genuinely so kind to others like you I I do I love being nice to other people like I love to make them feel better I love to enlighten them and I love to compliment them just because like why not why not why Mm -hmm. not be a good person why not be spreading positivity there's Mm -hmm. enough negativity in the world and so when I do that I don't do it like for my own benefit I do it because I want the world to be a better place and because it it does genuinely bring me joy you know and I think that if I were say like I don't know what I really want honestly I think I'm I am pretty happy I love watching my life expand and unfold in front of me of course I want to live in a castle in Scotland I see nothing wrong with that (laughs) but I think you know if I had that if I had everything that materially I could possibly think of wanting I would be acting from that place of love and joy I wouldn't be angry or focused on lack or frustrated I would just be joyous and easygoing you know I would be loving yeah and you can find yourself doing the things that you would do if you were living that so maybe we live in a castle and there is the cutest little like dirt road going up to the castle and there's stone walls on the side okay maybe that's not we don't have that around here but we can go for walks and pretend that there are and find reasons to believe that uh you know there are sheeps living right next to you like like make up whatever and let that be your reality now like honestly a lot of like playing pretend like you're a kid you're like yes you have your imaginary friends you have your imaginary like playhouse and like whatever like it your imagination is the The creator like it 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 is is, it is what allows you to create so allowing yourself to tap into your imagination is going to allow you to explore these emotions that maybe you haven't been connected to in a long time and explore your creativity which again our society kind of pulls you away from connecting to allowing yourself to imagine can open up the dimension to other worlds quite literally mm-hmm. a lot of people have asked me as a life coach how can you believe your affirmations because it's hard you know when when you've been taught completely opposite of what you want to be affirming how do you really believe it how do you really feel it how do you turn it into true emotion and belief and one of the best answers I've come up with is to look for evidence of that in your reality. And I swear there has never been anything that anyone could ever come up with that I couldn't find evidence for. Mm-hmm. And when you start thinking about it yourself, like, well, what do you think you want? It's pretty much love and money. <laughs> People think that they want, right? Success. And there is always infinite abundance of those things in your reality that you can find if you're looking for it if you change your perspective if you if you look for the evidence it you will find it Mm -hmm. and one of my favorite things is to always go to nature if I if Mm -hmm. I'm feeling lack or like I can't connect to these emotions or I'm feeling a little disconnected I go into nature because she is infinitely abundant She'll always show up with ways to remind you that you are infinitely abundant. And abundance isn't everything. It's not just money. So, you know, whether it's going to the beach or going for a walk in the forest, there's infinite leaves, infinite particles of sand. The sky is different every single day. The clouds have never once looked the same. There are 
you see different creatures every time you go out into the woods. Like just one of the most powerful ways for me to connect back to infinite abundance. And I always say when I do that, if I'm feeling disconnected and I do that, I see results almost immediately and they may not be huge, but it's like, oh, you made a sale while you were out in the woods. Oh, this happened while you were out. And it part of it is releasing or stopping the analytical mind Mm -hmm. when you're out in nature you surrender you relax you allow yourself to be present and when you can allow yourself to stop focusing on the problematic areas of your life then you can start to see the abundance absolutely as you were talking to you said you know when I'm focused on this infinite abundance, often something will come into my reality, like I made a sale or something. And it affirms that I am aligned to that abundance. I've had the exact same experience. And I think that synchronicities come in there. People talk a lot about synchronicities. And I think that synchronicities are evidence that what you desire is, that you are on the path, that it is coming to you, that you are aligned. Mm -hmm. And those little things, like a lot of people who will be thinking very, quote unquote, realistically, will say like, that's a coincidence. (laughs) Well, in your reality, (laughs) not in mine. (laughs) You can choose to perceive it how you want, but it feels quite good to understand that it is evidence Mm -hmm. of what you desire becoming. Mm -hmm. And as Neville Goddard said, you must experience sensation before manifestation, that imagination is the creator of all. And I think this would be another great journal is saying, well, if I were God, what would I do? What would I do with that power? What would I want to create? What would I be experiencing if I could experience anything? Mm -hmm. It really, really opens up your imagination to infinite, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's wonderful to think about like all of the inventors, you know, over time, nothing was ever in existence without being in the mind of someone's imagination Mm -hmm. beforehand yeah it had to everything that exists had to exist in someone's imagination before it could exist in reality and like i said imagination is a portal to other worlds other dimensions where these things exist you're accessing infinite potential if infinite possibilities when you connect to your imagination yes and isn't it fascinating to realize that We are given the same brain and body parts, mostly, as everyone else. So you may say, well, I'm not Einstein or Thomas Edison, but you are just as capable. And the only thing that you lack is the imagination and belief that what you desire can be. You could be the next great inventor. Mm -hmm. You could be the next most famous actress or songwriter or whatever the heck you want to be. they don't have anything any other different capability than you do yeah absolutely it's so true so true we're given the same creative faculties as everyone else Mm -hmm. yeah so what do you want to do with those Mm -hmm. and the, the only difference is genuinely just your belief and you have the power to change that too absolutely and i naturally I wanted to talk about becoming supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza I have some notes here because I feel like this is something that he talks about heavily and he again is very science-based and so just another way to bring this information to you in a more 
sciencey analytical perspective but also just how he describes it really resonates with me so he talks a lot about when you meditate you are coming back to the present moment as i had said earlier and this is the eternal now this is where infinite possibilities exist when you can let go of who you think you are and the past version of you because if you're if you're so focused on doing the same things and repeating the day before nothing is going to change so if you can kind of forget about that and allow yourself to go into meditation you can allow yourself to access the quantum field and this is where infinite possibilities exist uh, and meditation naturally allows you to connect to elevated states of being which is going to help you attract experiences that match those vibrations so even you know, there's so many philosophies that go into why meditation is so important and how it does elevate your state of being. And that is so obvious in yoga uh, and the practice of yoga. That's something that is highly valued. You know, you heard of nirvana. It is a state of being, a blissful state of being. So meditation naturally is going to elevate your vibration. And Dr. Joe Dispenza says, that when there's a vibrational match between your energy and that of your future potential that already exists in the quantum field that future event is going to find you your body will be drawn onto a new reality and you'll become a magnet to a new destiny which will manifest as an unknown new experience now he talks a lot about unknown new experiences uh, which again goes back to this idea of allowing yourself to kind of release what you know, release what's comfortable to you, release what your day-to-day always is or always has been or what it, you know, releasing that so that you can welcome in this new experience. And then from there, you can practice walking meditations or living delusionally. I think that to me, his walking meditations are the same thing as living delusionally. And you will literally walk into a new future. And to do this, you have to walk around as your future self. You walk like this person. You talk like this person. You naturally will need to change your posture to match this person. You you match your movements to what this person would be. You consciously embody the person that you want to be. And you embody them now. If you can embody this person now, you are them. Uh, which is the funny part, he goes on to say, if you are already that identity, you no longer need to wish you will become that person because you already embody the qualities of your future. You're thinking, feeling, and acting as your future self already. When you practice walking around as this person, it becomes a habit. And when you develop new habits, you're going to develop new automatic patterns of thoughts, behaviors, and emotions, and you will habitually walk around as a healthy person, a wealthy person, a confident person, an unlimited person, a free person, whatever it is uh, that you so desire. And you'll naturally embody and feel and become your highest self. Uh, So it always begins by feeling as though you are this person already. Not chasing, not forcing, 
you are a magnet and you want it to be attracted to you. And I think that's just so, so important. It can never happen by force because force is lack. Force is trying to control and you can never control the situation. You can never control anything if you are forcing it to happen. So Mm -hmm. I just think that's so important. And becoming supernatural is kind of a Bible to me, honestly. And something that I really recommend you read because he goes into this so extensively and there's so much research that backs it and it is another perspective on how you can create your life change your life and be your highest self he talks a lot about letting go of the known past in order to attract the unknown future and I think that even just realizing that whatever you've experienced in the past, whatever you've believed and felt, doesn't need to be brought into the future simply because it has happened. Because it's only happened based off of your past beliefs or your past perception, your past demeanor, your past actions. So when you let go of all of those things, you can then come into the new unknown future. And I love too how he and you also have talked about the fact that there is infinite potential and some people will say you guys are crazy there's not infinite potential there's not infinite abundance whatever but here's where you're scientifically logically wrong energy cannot be created nor destroyed it can only be transformed but it is a law of physics energy can't be created or destroyed we all know that so if energy can't be created or destroyed all that exists already exists in the here now it is infinite and it always will be which is another reason why you should be living delusionally because if you can act or feel like the person that you want to be you will attract it to you it already exists knowing that it exists somewhere some version of you is living that out there All you have to do is align with that feeling, align with that vibration, because it it already exists. It exists out there. And I think that helped me release the release some resistance towards this because knowing that it exists out there in one dimension or another makes it more possible to me to, to reach it. And then when you know how to elevate yourself into a different consciousness or a different dimension you know how to access the new version of you Mm -hmm. and yeah that was just like a major realization for me is like (laughs) that version of you does exist and you can align with that version of you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that those kind of logical explanations like realizations have helped me so much because it's easy to get stuck in past beliefs and like what you've been taught and what you've grown up knowing what you've experienced in the past like you can easily say well that was reality like this is reality but when you start to realize like it truly is possible anything is truly possible there is nothing impossible and when you really start to understand which we probably should do another episode completely on this but the universal laws that being that 
energy can't be created or destroyed, but also the fact that everything is made up of energy and that the law of vibration states that everything is vibrating at a specific frequency at all times in order for it to exist in physical reality. So when you really start to understand like those laws of physics, then this concept of manifestation and law of attraction doesn't seem so witchy woo woo or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it it's Mm -hmm. not spirituality it's more of a quantum physics thing Mm -hmm. so when like abraham hicks talks about you have to become a vibrational match to that which it is that you desire she talks about having the emotion like if you want a yacht well what does it feel like to have a yacht Mm -hmm. well if you feel like you have a yacht you're going to start acting like you have a yacht and then Mm -hmm. it makes you a vibrational match Mm -hmm. to the yacht Mm -hmm. (laughs) it is like we work you know kind of like a radio you can tune yourself to the frequency because your emotions are energy in motion because feeling is the conscious awareness of the frequency at which you're vibrating at and because when you are a vibrational match to that which you desire it must be Mm -hmm. Abraham Hicks she's so funny I love her and I will not be able to say this the way that she does but she she talks a lot about your now is actually a manifestation of your past beliefs your past feelings and emotions so what you are thinking about right now is the recipe for the future. So your current present moment is a result of your past beliefs. So if you want to create a new future, you have to change how you're thinking about it right now. Because if you never change how you feel in the now, that future won't ever come. I think that a lot of what Abraham has to offer as well is the same thing that Dr. Joe Dispenza has to offer, but it is worded differently and it will resonate with you differently and may help you understand it deeper or from a different perspective. But these spiritual teachers, scientific based or not, all come down to the same concepts, the Mm -hmm. same basic concepts. So I do think that it's important to find a resource that resonates with you and I resonate just with both of those people that we were just talking about, but they've both allowed me to understand these concepts on a different level. Mm -hmm. Retraining my beliefs. These people have helped me do that. Listening to Abraham Hicks every morning over and over again, you know, whether it be the same video or not, has helped me retrain how I view the world and how I think and talk to myself and how I show up for myself reading Dr. Joe Dispenza's book one, two, three times are just reinforcing these ideas that you are the creator of your reality and they give you the steps on how. I think too, like no matter who or what you resonate with, finding something to have faith in and believe can be life altering. And I think that that's why so many people turn to religion so heavily is because it is based in faith. You know, whether that's faith in God and the power of God and faith in well-being, those beliefs are the same beliefs that will attract to you that well-being. Mm-hmm. The faith will bring you things to have faith in. Mm-hmm. But also realizing that 
what it is you have faith in, you are also a part of that. You are an extension of that. And you are not separate from that. I know in a lot of religions now, they are enforcing this idea that you are separate from that. And it is more fear-based than faith-based. If you act this way, then you're not loved by God. If you do this, then you'll be punished. That, to me, is very fear-based as opposed to having faith in something bigger than you. So I would just say to not allow yourself to become separate from all that is. Allow yourself to feel separate from all that is because you you are God in a sense and you can believe in God, but know that you are an extension of God and to have faith in that, not fear. Don't let someone take that faith and turn it into fear because then they're taking that power away from you. Also, you know, we've we've talked about in our like yin yang episode like there has to be both good and bad and I think that the concept that if you make a mistake you are no longer worthy is a very damaging concept to adopt I think that you know God is forgiving and within us all or source energy we are an extension of it we are a part of it we are all one and Part of being human is being imperfect. We are perfectly imperfect. You can make mistakes and, and still be worthy of love. Unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. After all, God is the creator of all. All that is. Mm-hmm. On that note, we'll pull our tarot card for the day. Who is she? <laughs> so we're looking at the three of wands. She has a long, beautiful pink hair. She's looking out at some pyramids. There's water, and she's doing tree pose. She's standing among the trees, too. Mm-hmm. And the stars. The infinite abundance, all that is, part of us. So this is from the Moon Witch Tarot deck, and I invite you, maybe following this episode, to grab your journal and reflect on what this message means to you. So the Three of Wands represents progress, growth, expansion, completion of the first phase, opportunities, manifestation, and long-term planning. Three of Wands shows a witch standing on the edge looking over the horizon. It is wide and endless, just like her opportunities and possibilities. Her three wands are placed firmly in the ground, symbolizing everything that has been achieved and the knowledge and confidence that her vision will be fulfilled soon, too. Although she already has achieved a lot, her journey is still in the beginning stages. Three of Wands represents a completion of the first phase. Everything is going well and according to your plan. With every step you take, you feel more confident and more inspired. You know that this is not the end of your journey and that there is still a long way to go, but that doesn't scare you. You're becoming more and more aware of the opportunities around you. You feel bold and courageous. You're comfortable outside the comfort zone of your castle. You have left the castle from the two of wands and you're ready to take on the world. Three of wands can also indicate traveling and exploring the world in the near future. The reversed meaning of this card might indicate challenges or delays on your new journey. Perhaps you're scared to get out of your comfort zone, 
or you have not achieved what you were hoping despite any setbacks. Three of Wands reversed serves as a reminder that all your work has not been for nothing. These setbacks are an essential part of your journey. They contribute to your personal evolution. You have built strength, courage, and stamina to help you move forward. The Three of Wands reversed can also suggest that you need to trust more and focus on long-term planning. Couldn't be more perfect. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Always ends up that way. (laughs) One thing I wanted to touch on is... It says everything is going well and according to your plan. One thing that I always tell myself is that everything is always working out for me. Mm -hmm. Everything's always working out for me. Everything's going according to plan. I'm exactly where I'm meant to be and everything is playing out exactly how it's meant to. And that is faith. That is having trust in faith and trusting that everything is always working out for you and it will. Yes, yes. And the more you affirm that, the more you will see the evidence of that in your reality. Mm-hmm. I, I say that every day, all day. Everything's always working out for me, for me, for me. It's working out mm-hmm. for me. And something like silly will happen and I'll say, nope, it'll be divine timing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll be perfect. Now, a lot of people I spend time around, it's like at first they would like kind of joke about it, you know, like, yeah, I bet everything's working out, right? And oh yeah, divine timing, wink, wink. And now they're like, wow, yeah, it's, it is divine timing. <laughs> Yesterday we had driven out of town. It was raining the whole way there. And when we went to the Apple Fest and there was like no parking, right? It's really busy. And I said, well, keep driving, keep getting closer and closer to the fest. Like just keep going. We and there were like lots of parking places we could have stopped at that were like 20 bucks or 10 bucks or whatever. And we would have to walk aways and pay. And I said, just keep going. And we ended up finding a parking place in this parking lot that was like a half a block from the festival. It couldn't have been in a more perfect location. And we didn't have to pay for it. And it stopped raining right after we parked and the sun came out. And I said, see, divine timing. Everything is always working out for me. And don't settle don't settle mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. and when things are going wrong trust that that is just a part of the process and there's that saying you know when good things fall apart it's because better things are meant to come together and I've also seen a lot of like things on the internet talking about like in order for a star to be created there must be a combustion first mm-hmm. like so don't feel if things are going wrong I always say Well, this is evidence that things are going to have to go right to create the balance. And the worse that you feel or the level of like despair that you're in, that means that something even greater than that's coming. So the worse off it is means the The better better it's going to be. The better it's going to be. And trust that. Trust that. Affirm that. Believe that. No matter what, if something is going wrong, yes, just be like, I can't wait to see what's coming next, what, yes. what follows. Yes. When things fall apart in my life, I get excited. Mm-hmm. Oh, this means good things are coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Three things in a row. Oh, the next thing is going to be great. <laughs> I can't wait. Always, always. <laughs> Everything is always working out for you. Thank you so much for joining us and helping us raise the frequency. We love you so much. You have our eternal gratitude like comment subscribe follow us join our community yes join our community and we cannot wait to see you in the next episode thank you so much bye